bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews what's up everybody welcome to another episode of spoil movie reviews i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are live well not live to you but we are live yes we that's are. how we're recording this it's not from the grave we are recording <laughs> an episode that everybody's super excited and hyped about i'm sure mm-hmm. because it's time to review top gun maverick but before we get into the review remember we spoil it it's for people that seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing it or don't care about spoilers because we're gonna spoil it okay mm-hmm. and on top of that we're gonna talk about trailers because we went to the movies although we got there a little late you know women <laughs> we got there a little what? late so we missed a couple of trailers but that's fine it didn't ruin anything for us yeah, don't blame we still got to review a couple of them i was ready to go i was standing at the door waiting on them with my shoes on and my and my uh keys in my hand but we have <laughs> these reviews let's get into them um let's talk about the trailers first and then we got a little bit of feedback to talk about at the end uh so we only got to see four trailers which i mean only i mean listen it was like 10 to 15 now there's normally about seven trailers these days so count your blessings we walked in and they were showing the trailer for elvis the movie about the man that was a hero the most karen what were your thoughts on this trailer it looks flashy it looks fun but i'm not gonna go see it oh well you ain't nothing but a hound dog i guess not uh it does look like it's gonna be a movie that is gonna be up for awards and stuff yes the biopics of a certain era and a certain type of guy make me feel like they're gonna get awards but i don't really know because like i thought the elton john joint was gonna get a bunch of awards it looked like a bunch of oscar bait but these stories always do the same thing which is they kind of pull up short of a complete depiction of the person's life it becomes like a hero worship thing they don't really show too many of their flaws unless it's like the typical flaws that we're all okay with like drug use or something but you know elvis being married to priscilla uh who was a underage uh his you know obviously there's a lot of people that that feel like he disrespected black music and stole black music even though i've heard conflicting reports on that and from people that i consider a lot more trustworthy than uh the random twitter people who say that was not the case uh you know people like uh vernon reed from living color i've seen him make threads about like no elvis wasn't stealing black people music but um at that at at that rate though i just wonder how much of that you know the fact that he had a super duper drug problem at the end of his life and ended up dying on the toilet and stuff and being extremely overweight i don't know how much of that's gonna make it into a biopic and then how much people are going to penalize the movie for if they don't cover those things right and then how many people gonna penalize them if they do exactly so uh but biopics are always interesting uh that being said uh it'll be cool to see like eventually to see this thing where it's like this is why this guy was a rock star because i feel like of my age and my demographic i wasn't in the 
i didn't get why people thought he was still alive you know but like i get why people think want tupac to still be alive because that's my demographic in my age group mm-hmm. paul's of fury the legend of hank looks like the origin story of kung fui uh y'all remember that dog that cartoon <laughs> it's a dog or something that's learning how to do kung fu so it can fight other uh cartoon animals Karen, i won't be going to see this. i won't be going to see this okay uh three was smile but it was like a 15 second preview and it was just a, a dude no maybe a 45 second but it's just a dude sitting on a bed in a mental health facility or so or a hospital smiling in the most menacing way and unable to respond to a woman in front of him was like hey sir can i help you are you okay and then it just said smile coming soon a horror movie no thank you yeah it just i'm like just make the joker too and <laughs> just make it about uh, him extra smile making everybody able to smile number four was of course mission impossible dead reckoning part one i mean what can i tell you about I mean, this mission impossible do y'all even really need to hear what i think about this right. i think you know what i think about this i mean I yeah i don't care the only thing missing was that it didn't have that imagine dragons in there <laughs> it'll never i'm sorry i don't care how good these trailers get it'll never be better than that motherfucking that don't know them that that don't win you need them yes and they always played it like because of the beat they would always do things do 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 the uh visual on the beat yeah and that was my jam and it would eventually turn into the mission impossible theme by the end and it was those were without exaggeration i think those were the best movie trailers of all time wasn't they though okay i got so hyped every single time i saw that damn trailer oh because the that song was perfect for this genre like i don't even know the words to that song i don't know the words either but all i know is i love that beat yeah but that imagine i think it's imagine dragons uh mission impossible uh song is the 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 way they blended it into the track i was like y'all should just keep that yeah yeah i just honestly what what was anybody thinking trying to go off the board with that uh (laughs) 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 like it was it It, was just it's 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 not the same because that beat goes so hard yeah it was called friction and it was for mission impossible fallout and i mean i can we i'll play a little bit of this trailer it was so perfect uh obviously y'all are just getting the audio yes oh hey i'm sorry that's just the song i'm sorry did uh i i, I wanted y'all to hear the, the actual trailer tra- okay here it is get a trailer. The trailer um yeah i want the yeah somber mm-hmm whoever cut the visual for this was, was they knew the assignment it's just the deft confidence of not even starting with the song right away right somebody was like we we got a bop and then now it's like he's walking along shiny corridors you're getting all the spots <laughs> killing and shooting and this and this by the way this is the version with the trailer and they didn't even put the like clips in from the actual trailer where it's like 
that's the job alright sorry um let's get into this review though um uh, y'all can tell we will be going to watch mission impossible yeah. 85 we are in top gun maverick uh after more than 30 years of service as one of the navy's top aviators pete mitchell is where he belongs pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in ranks that would ground him um and it's set 30 years after his predecessor um if it follows maverick's return to the united states navy strike fighter tactics instructor program known as the u.s navy fighter weapons school or top gun where he must confront his past as he trains a group of younger pilots among them the son of maverick's deceased best friend lieutenant nick goose bradshaw usn all right karen let's talk about what we like then we'll go what we didn't like and we'll score from zero to five all right karen give me what you something you liked about this movie one thing i loved about it you could tell they was like 80s babies we are back because this shit was like it brought back all types of nostalgia mm-hmm. where i was like holy shit yes this will be the jams in the 80s so let's go so i was here for all the 80s music kind of like floating and playing around in the background and shit like that it, it it really made me feel actually really really good it was like oh okay they didn't abandon the original work yeah they absolutely knew what they were doing i'll say with the soundtrack uh is mine because they immediately bring you back in like kenny Loggins, danger zone is like within the first few minutes of this whole thing (laughs) like they they absolutely are like this is a nostalgia fest Mm -hmm. and if you like the first movie or you just like the 80s uh we're gonna appeal to that and uh that's definitely what that was all about with the music soundtrack and stuff Mm -hmm. um it was it was just a time when banana republic was on top and (laughs) you know (laughs) and you knew not to go in abercrombie and fitch but they brought it back uh what else did you like oh you didn't go oh i said the music the soundtrack okay 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 uh, oh okay okay. yeah my turn okay uh it was funny i didn't think it was gonna be funny but it was actually funny there were parts in it where i actually like laughed out loud well i was like oh okay we 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 do we're doing some comedy bits here the whole thing wasn't like a ha 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 Mm -hmm. but it was like the way they interacted with each other it was very funny i actually found myself laughing more than i thought i would at a top gun movie yeah i i gotta give it to tom cruise as pete mitchell i mean he's just a movie star and the movie relies on that heavily like he's a movie star and they know it and he knows it and the camera loves him and they mm-hmm. and he's doing all the crazy action and the flying and the and all that type of stuff and so they really rely on that heavily and even in the emotional parts and the parts about regret and the parts about his love interest with jennifer Connolly as penny benjamin and the parts with miles teller as lieutenant bradley rooster bradshaw goose's uh son like he just nails all those parts he's that's just what he does and it was good to see you know his scientific scientology scientology on the screen again i mean listen xena was with that man uh what else did you like i like the fact that it was intense and not the whole movie Mm -hmm. but a lot of their flying and things happening around them was very intense and a lot of the shots caught in the cock shots shot in the cockpit mm-hmm. whenever they were like going up in the mountains you could see like the g-force on their faces and things like this so i was like oh did y'all really actually fly these shits like 
wow i actually really enjoyed that and it actually made it um you felt a closeness to the characters because of that yeah it's definitely a movie that needs to be seen on the big screen mm-hmm. uh and you know i know it's a pandemic so i totally get it if you don't but or just on a really good big tv at your house but there's something about like the big screen uh action you know i'll say that for my next one the action because the fighter dog fights the training with the jets they managed to keep all of that fresh and interesting um and even in like the first scene which is not even about him being a fighter pilot it's about him trying to make a plane go 10 mock 10 just so that he can extend this government program budget so these people don't get fired stuff like that uh in the movie um it, it really did uh need to be seen on the big screen because the action was so well done and of course at the end when they just go full fucking possible white man and carjack a uh, f-14 and uh, fight the super uh, state-of-the-art uh, new jets with it and somehow some come out on top like all that type of action is is needs to be seen on the big screen what else did you it like it does it does it was beautiful i liked uh the bradley rooster and who is it jake hangman's i like mm-hmm. their interaction with each other oh yeah yeah all of the i mean that's all typical like training montage like could have been the same on a basketball team like mm-hmm. it's so funny it's like a sports movie that just happens to involve billion dollar airplanes Correct. that are gonna go destroy stuff um but uh you know i think they they had it was kind of like the first top gun and except this time maverick's their teacher and you're watching the 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 kids for lack of a better term work things out in the top gun program with who's gonna be in what pecking order and all this stuff but yeah though that uh hangman uh you knew he would have a role i like this is a very predictable movie so maybe that's a knock i don't know but uh definitely you knew he's gonna make the team and overcome his hangman name which was a nickname given to him because he hangs his wing his wingman out to dry Mm -hmm. in order to you know go out and 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 live for the glory but uh yeah um let's see another thing i liked man i really liked jennifer connelly in this movie and i normally don't give a fuck about a love interest in any movie but i don't know she was beautiful uh age felt kind of age appropriate ish you know i don't know her her actual age but you know it didn't feel like that thing where like i don't know they make every girl swoon over uh tom cruise uh so that it's some kind of weird like there's no what the fuck like it didn't feel like that she's 51 years old still a natural beauty um has a like older has a, a a daughter that's probably in like middle school age um and it was cool that they actually like did re like did something with that character in a way that um was fun and somewhat more a little bit more believable than um many other love interests for older dudes on screen like not that tom cruise is ancient but he's like 60 or something and she's 51 and it and it wasn't one of those may june i mean wait may 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 october relationships where you're like god damn 
like uh, chill out robert de niro find a woman that's your age like it didn't it didn't feel like that so it was cool to see her character and i think she's like a new character but they just built this backstory into the world that made it feel like oh yeah she was always there uh, or something now i don't know how her bar operates because the phone on the table and you have to pay for the tab of everybody and that doesn't seem like a business model that will actually work because not everybody got that kind of money uh so luckily tom cruise ain't have no kids and had just been stacking military money his whole life so he had he could pay but that was crazy that that scene right there probably bothered me more than any other scene in the movie (laughs) i said this is unrealistic (laughs) uh what else did you like i like uh solomon warlock bakes Mm -hmm. uh i like that brother because he was silently cheering for tom cruise the whole time like the audience yeah so every time you see him it was a fist pump it was yes like on the low he didn't want to he didn't want to go against his balls but you could tell he he was like rooting for time the whole time so shout out to him i really enjoyed him in the background being happy and excited that tom was was doing it yeah he was definitely trying to help yes even in a couple places where he was like like pete don't don't that's a rhetorical question don't answer that you know like he was he was trying his best um but uh yeah um trying to think was anything else um yeah just i mean it was a blockbuster film designed for the big screen um uh that i think that's that's uh that yeah that's probably where i would you know have to end my positives anything else for positives Mm -mm. all right was there anything you didn't like give me some negative if you have it yes i did not like the fact that none of the lieutenants was a black woman Mm. Um, that's something that kind of stuck out to me mm-hmm. uh, when I was looking at at the. Well, cast. you know, black women ain't gonna put their hair in their helmet, Karen. <laughs> I just, I, that's a joke. Everybody don't write the show. <laughs> don't write it. Some of these are jokes. <laughs> but but that's just something, and I could see somebody going in looking at this and going, "We're in 2022." You know, why don't you have no? Yeah, in a world where you can imagine anything, because uh, I mean, let's be honest, I don't even know if any of this is based off of real, real life. Right. Yeah. You, you didn't have really any black women in this film Mm-mm. that I remember, and they definitely didn't have any significant parts for them. No. Um, I forgot to mention as a positive, I did appreciate Val Kilmer being in the movie because Val Kilmer's like gotten sick and he's had some a hard time, but that scene with him was uh pretty cool because i was wondering how they would get him in the movie because he's like like his voice was lost and all this stuff um all right so from some for me it is a little too long and it's not too long in the like oh my god uh i was sleeping no it's more like it's too long in that i feel like places where they chose to tell a story they could have cut cut back and told a little bit more story of this young group of pilots because i felt like mm-hmm. we didn't get to know them Mm-mm. and there's moments where i think the time like I, like i said i'm not saying the movie's too long and like for what it did is too long but i would watch a movie this long that took a little bit more time and said hey so this is what's going on with these pilots yes because we really don't get enough with like whether it be robbery whether it be love interest stuff whether it be friendships yeah, whether you could it, tell something was happening and they had some history but we didn't nobody knew what the history was yeah crisis of confidence would have been fine even just a montage of each plot fighter palette 
and their training and like just a, a minute of, of each one like oh this is what's what you need to know about this guy this is what you need to know about this woman we didn't even really get that we just kind of get their call names we get a scene with them playing pool and then like it almost felt like they skipped something because at the end there's guys that clearly weren't gonna make the team like goose was not even supposed to make the team maverick had some off you know some conversations or some some like admissions of that he's battling with guilt and the next thing you know he's on the team i'm like well i thought the whole thing was he need to prove himself so now he's gonna prove himself on the field and that's yeah. why you changed your mind and some of these other people it doesn't feel like a major moment that they got chosen because we didn't have enough conflict there so it doesn't feel like ooh, he went with the risky choice so yeah anything else yeah and i know you talked about the love interest but it, for oh me, god i know you hate white women go ahead it's go not ahead. it's not white it's women. a joke it's a joke okay, okay. just like the artist <laughs> don't write me no letters karen <laughs> i promise i won't i say hey which i just hand it to you if i have a letter <laughs> uh for me uh the love interest i understood the love interest but i don't think the love the love interest not being there would have made room for some of these other things in my opinion i think i feel you on that and i guess and that's totally a valid critique it felt to me as if uh they wanted to make pete mitchell more of a human character okay and this thing was he had been making all these decisions to keep from being grounded to keep in a cockpit to live his life dangerously as possible and this was him reckoning with regrets him him and uh him and uh val kilmer's character uh goose's son all that stuff was reckoning and this woman that he clearly must have fell in love with but left to go because he had the need for speed mm-hmm. was was another one of those moments but i feel you on that i, I just think jennifer Connolly did a great job of what she was given and uh the um and and brought like a kind of fun to the movie that um wouldn't work without her um and especially completing the set of nostalgia because that's a certain okay, type of white agree. woman the jeans she was wearing yes the, the 80 jeans yeah the the sports car she pulled up on in the last scene to give you a happy mm-hmm. ending um but but I, I feel you um another thing for me it didn't work man is uh, it's a little bit they rely so much heavily on nostalgia i'm not sure this movie is great in the rewatchable sense like in the man they really gave me a great movie as much as they gave me reminders to a time that felt great to me as a kid mm-hmm. so it's a constant reminder of like remember the 80s remember the 80s remember the 80s remember the 90s remember the 80s and 90s hey everybody remember the 80s and 90s and so i think it leaves a lot of stuff that is smoking mirrors because i don't know what country we are, we was stopping from being nuked up Mm-mm. i don't there's not really a villain in this movie other than bureaucracy right yeah like the enemy nation we don't get to meet any of those fighter palace Mm-mm. we don't see we don't any, know what nationality they are yeah like there's a there's another world where this movie is giving you something a little bit more complicated and i don't mean complicated like we want to show the you know capitalism and war is wrong you know i get that they probably would never do that right but there's another world where like you show the training of the other pilots 
you showed them maybe the motivation to show superior because you constantly talked about how much better yeah you even them. maybe you even have like another country run an operation in there and get blown the fuck up yes. and then it's like oh our boys gotta go in there with inferior fighting jets and pull off the perfect thing in order to live and so i felt like there was a missed opportunity there for something with more stakes than just country x has nuclear ability we need to stop them because we're america we don't even know why you know and and i guess you know they didn't why want, orders yeah they didn't want to say <laughs> no they didn't want to say north korea Correct. or russia or whatever mm-hmm. so we got country country x <laughs> we got country we made up right so that was a big one for me anything else Mm-mm. okay cool 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 um i'm trying to think is there anything else for me um uh, yeah i think that's that's oh, it oh and also uh i'm gonna tell you right now if you looking for uh jay ellis to be oh big yeah in this movie you're gonna be disappointed like very that's, underutilized that, that's a negative and like i said it didn't bother me because i understood he's not the star yeah but if you see him on the previews thinking you were going to get more of him like an insecure you're going to be highly disappointed because he's a he's a piece of it but he's not the piece of it yeah and i i felt a little weird because everyone's been so high on this film that I, I started to feel like is this like 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 how johnny depp's robots was on the internet telling everybody hey because mm-hmm. i'm like at what point did does anybody universally like anything right now like people yes. hate we're at the point now where people hate marvel movies like those are top quality movies and people walk out like fuck that shit so i didn't expect this movie to get as much positive praise online as it got because there's just always people that hate even when something is great I, it's almost no haters out there everyone like this, this one yeah movie and i'm very shocked honestly i i was i was i'm shocked by this and i i hope it's authentic but it's it's a little bit like damn this shit's still 97 on rotten tomatoes everyone seeing this is loving it i didn't think that was possible anymore so shout out to tom cruise he said he was putting the theaters on his back, back. he meant that shit. and apparently he put the theaters on his back all right mm-hmm. and this the nostalgia i think nostalgia won for a lot of people yeah but like everyone going can't be nostalgic so what about the kids and people that didn't even watch the first top gun i know people that didn't watch the first top gun were like i love this movie people that weren't alive in the 80s i love this movie this is I, this is insane what is happening with this movie yeah, and also i think for and it's funny for a lot of people this movie, uh, not so funny, allows them to check out a reality. I'll just yeah. decide, like, you can watch this and forget about coronavirus and forget about the mm. pandemic. And, and for two and a half, three hours, however long you're sitting in the theater, you can just watch the screen and just have a good time. And I think you have a mixture of nostalgia. You have a mixture of, for a lot of people, this movie, because it was so highly praised, for a lot of people, it's their first time getting back into the movie theaters. Yeah, so for yeah. a lot of people they was like oh this is my first night back to the movie great movie you know because mm-hmm. you know you get the nostalgia of going back to the movie theaters for a lot of people and eating popcorn and just, just that movie watching experience so, yeah and people are pretending the pandemic is over so they yes. can just get out there and and no mask yeah you're right i think you're I, yeah i think you're making a great point um all right zero to five what would you give this movie i would give this movie a four yeah i would give it yeah i think i'll give it a four out of five like and 
i don't mean it as a knock i mm-hmm. i think partially because i wasn't a huge fan of the first one in that way like i liked it but i was never i apparently people are crazy about that movie in a way that i'd you know it's like uh, i got the need for speed or you know i'm because right. i was inverted i just remember <laughs> liking it and being like yeah it was cool um but there's it has a huge fan base of people apparently who've been waiting 30 years for this 40 years for this shit mm-hmm. um but i give it a four i thought i think if you're not nostalgic for this time I, it's hard for me to imagine why exactly you give it a five i Correct. think the lack of a villain the lack of specificity the simplicity of the narrative um even the like impossible white manning of them like still in a f-14 like it was a damn you know food truck like, a with the, like it was a yeah like it was a food truck with the keys left in it uh in the middle of enemy territory and shit even that feels so like weirdly trite and simple that it does long for a simpler time when 80s movies were like we don't gotta make sense nope. y'all wanna see some planes like <laughs> that's how we this, know why you came yeah planes. this movie took you back to that but I think there's a world where this movie is 5 out of 5 for me where it does play with that a little bit more like kind of like how Creed 2 really went back and re-examined the whole Cold War and the Russia versus the US and race relations and all this type of stuff and you're like yo these they put a lot of thought into this they didn't just go let's give you the hits they said it's not just nostalgia we're gonna update it for the current this didn't feel as much like that Mm-mm. and uh of course shout out to john ham i forgot to mention him as a positive he was a real good uh dick at work you know <laughs> like all these movies need a dick at work listen mitchell you'll do what i say lieutenant i'm the captain he you know. was he was good at that shit uh all right we had comments for train to busan which is we watched uh for the first time last month mm-hmm. shaw day h says hey rod and karen i love this review of train to busan this movie is one of my favorites of the zombie apocalypse genre although i do have to agree with the that the goat of scary ass zombie shows undoubtedly black summer that shit goes hard i keep trying to tell people man it's on netflix one day it's not gonna be on netflix no more and y'all gonna be like what was that show Rob was talking about and you missed it you fucked up because it's the greatest zombie show i've ever seen in my life and i mean it and it's short and it's intense storytelling on a whole other level i rewatch all the seasons on netflix whenever i need that crack lol i can't wait for the next season great review as always and did y'all know there's a part two of train to busan actually i think it's a different story in the same zombie universe it's called peninsula it's streaming on amazon prime if you want to check it out much love shout yeah i do plan on watching that at some point oh yeah let's do that ronan Raphael says hello rod and karen just like you guys i saw this movie recently and i loved it i had been delaying seeing it but added it to my list after new rock stars pointed out the actor who plays suk woo in the squid game korean zombies are fast becoming my favorite with kingdom and all of us are dead now amongst my favorites i just love how koreans deliver their social commentary in a movie slash series train to busan was indeed one heck of a sad movie by now i should be used to that with the little amount of korean content i've seen but nah they get me every time and i'll be back for another great view as always out of curiosity did you guys ever review the original old boy i know it's not a zombie flick but that was my official intro to korean movies so i had to ask i watched it don't think it was before we had either before we had the podcast or before we did sport movie reviews um i watched it it tripped me the fuck out what a great movie yeah 2003 so i watched that shit on dvd 
way before we, the podcast is even a twinkle in my eye Did I watch that? and I remember. it was the it was the crazy one where the dude was kidnapped and in prison for 15 years released fell in love with his own daughter had sex with her killed a bunch of people with a hammer spike lee remade it uh and the remake to me was trash it was not as good as the 20 the 2013 version is not as good uh no offense to uh i think josh brolin starred in it no offense to him but it wasn't as good um but uh and it was one of those like just leave this shit alone type of movies where it's like just let the original sick ass version of this be the only version but uh yeah old boy is crazy and uh I, i don't plan on reviewing it but yeah it was great all right that's it for today's episode i got a couple more solo reviews i gotta get out to y'all watch some movies on netflix that i owe y'all reviews on until then peace peace